out there, and welcome to Conversations with Daughter and Mother. My name is Debbie, and joining me are my two daughters, Micah and Emma, and we are going to share our journey with Emma, who has a chronic illness, and share with you guys all of the ups and downs, and hopefully you guys will also get a glimpse of our relationship as mother and daughters, and we hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Okay, so Micah, what memories do you have, or when do you remember realizing that something was wrong with Emma that wasn't going away? Um. I don't really remember when I realized (laughs) I was pretty young when she was born, but um, I mean, I guess as I got older and she was in the hospital for a long time and, um, you know, I didn't see her for like months. But then, you know, sometimes I'd go visit her in the hospital for a little bit. Yeah, you don't do that. Did you ever wonder what was going on? Or did we talk about it? Or do you remember the point where I finally, like, sat you down and told you, you know, that Emma has these issues and, you know, it's going to require us to be in the hospital a lot? I don't think you ever told me. I think I just figured it out because I'm really smart. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't lie to them. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I mean, you know, she had tubes in her nose and a tube in her stomach, and I would hook her up to her feet sometimes, and I'd start for her. I don't remember this. How about you, Em? Do you remember? Oh I remember her trying was when she peed her pants. Emma! I did it a lot. Or I take, like, your extension off for you. Oh, that was, like, when she was older. No. That was a fun time. So, Micah, so when she was, you know, like a baby, I remember her first Christmas where we were pretty much in the hospital the whole time and I got to leave for a little bit and I came and like I had presents for you and your brother that weren't even wrapped because I didn't even have time to wrap them do you remember that Christmas no no see in here I'm like oh that was probably so awful and you don't remember it I don't you were like second or third grade and I just had I remember I was in the middle of Christmas shopping with Nana and we got a call because Nini was taking care of Emma and something happened with her tube so we had to rush back and it ended up being in the hospital and she ended up staying in there I think it was from like October to February because I remember her first birthday we did on February 14th Valentine's Day but she had got out the 7th of February so we were in there for all of those months from October to February. What a way to start off one years old. Oh, but you know what was really neat, Em, and I've kept all of these memories for you. 
is your first birthday and Christmas, the hospital made your first birthday so special. Like they decorated your room. Every department in that hospital gave you a gift, dietary, janitorial, nursing, just you touched everybody's heart that took care of you there at that particular hospital where we started our journey with you at. But it was really special to me because I needed that support. It was, it was nice for me. So M, when do you remember first realizing like, Hey, I have something different or did you ever wonder like, you know, why am I sick all the time? Or did you just not know any difference? So you didn't wonder. I've always known. So that I was always different. And there definitely have been people in my life that made it very apparent that I was different, but it just never really affected me in such a way that it can for most people. Because especially growing up in this environment where it's very, I have very accepting siblings except for Micah. Um, <laughs> I'm the best one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I've had my diseases my whole life, so I've never really grown up knowing being healthy, which can be a curse and can be a blessing at the same time. So that's really it. Now, how was it for you? Because I remember you were starting kindergarten and you didn't have your tube for a very short time there. Because we were trying things out and one night it had come out and it was, they were like, just leave it and see what happens. And that was not the best decision, but we tried. So I think it was actually like you missed the last day of kindergarten to get your tube back in, but then you started first grade on a feeding tube. Do you remember like your first time at school with all of this? I do. Um... It was kind of hard for me because I don't know if it was due to this, but all the friends that I made in first grade and kindergarten that I spent like really hard doing because I am not a social butterfly, as it may seem, um, <laughs> uh, all of them weren't friends with me anymore. And I don't know if it was for my tube. I don't know what it was, but so it was a little bit hard and I didn't really make friends that easily and I still don't make friends very easily. And um, it kind of hurt because a lot of kids just weren't as nice about it as it as it should seem. But there are definitely a lot of kids that are just completely fine with it. And I feel like a lot of younger kids, it really matters on like what environment they're raised in. But a lot of kids are super accepting and just move on with it because, you know, especially at that age, nothing really matters. You just want to go play hopscotch. Now, do you feel like your teachers were supportive or your teacher that you had? Oh, yeah. I love my first grade teacher. It was, first grade was a little bit hard for me because I was out sick a lot. Um, but I definitely loved my teacher then. And especially, I accidentally ended up in a wheelchair in that grade. And my teacher in that grade was amazing about it. She always tried to make me feel as comfortable as I could be. And, you know, being in a wheelchair isn't funnest thing oh, I remember that because like our house was not set up for a wheelchair yeah. and we definitely had our 
struggles and our learning curve of how we were going to do this every day. And it being just me and I'm not the strongest person physically, but we figured it out, you know, getting an outside chair, putting it in the shower so you could shower. And um, yeah, it definitely was not easy and not having a car that was handicap accessible was a challenge, but we got through it. Um, Micah, what would you say that you felt, let me see if I can think of this. What would you say that you felt how our family, or if you did, that our family was different from any of your other friends' families? Just having Emma in and out of the hospital all the time and me having to be gone with her and I mean, there wasn't not many differences, I guess. But, I mean, not a lot of my friends have siblings that, like, are in the hospital a lot. But, I mean, it didn't really bother me. Do you ever feel like you were left out? Or, like, why is Emma getting all this attention and not me? I wish I was the one who had all of these things wrong with them. No. No? I don't really like attention. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her own issues. I'm <laughs> Now, do you... Do you ever admire Emma or think she's strong for everything she's going through? No, she just yells at me. <laughs> Come on, my guy. <laughs> I mean, I do think Emma's really strong. I wouldn't be able to do what she does. And she's still, you know, pretty positive sometimes. Well, I mean, you don't, like, let it affect you that much. I mean, you still, like, you know, you don't just let it consume you, I guess. Now, um, do you ever feel like, oh, I know what I was going to say. I remember you telling me that you had watched a TV show that was like a hospital show about surgeries and all of that. And it showed surgeries. Do you remember watching that episode, Micah? that made you in your, you know, gave you kind of a snapshot or an idea of what Emma had gone through when she's had surgeries. No. Your memory <laughs> sucks. I don't remember that. It was like an episode of Grey's Anatomy and we were in the hospital and you were like, mom, I saw this surgery and it just made me so sad because I like realized that that's what Emma has done to her. I don't even know what the surgery was in the episode, but for you, you like equated it to what Emma goes through. It's probably like a heart surgery. <laughs> Emma, you do what need do you a heart know? surgery. Get a better, nicer one. <laughs> Can't have surgery for something that you don't have. Well, you can have mine. It's very nice. <laughs> It's very uh, 
So how would you guys describe your relationship with each other? There's how many years apart from you two? The five. Tell, share with everyone. Her, how old are you? I'm 13. <laughs> They're doing the math. Well, you just <laughs> turned 13. I, was I turned 13 three months ago. Yeah, and I'm about to turn 19. Yeah, but that's still five years. I mean, we're all five years apart. But just being the age difference. You know, Emma's just now a teenager, and you're entering your last year of being a teenager. But would you guys say, tell everyone if you guys are close or? We're extremely close. I feel like it helps. Because I'm the mature one in the relationship. You are not. Yes, I am. You are the rudest one. You're the McFarty one. How are you witching me? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we're close because I'm not the type of sibling that's like, oh, I don't want to talk to my siblings. They're stupid. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I, I wish you were. <laughs> but I'm not like... You know, I'm not just in my bed, and I mean, I am, but <laughs> I don't like, I mean, we share a room, so yeah. it's kind of hard to be like, I'm locking the door, because, you know. Well, we had work. an option once to get a door, and I said, we're not going to do that, because Michael would never shut it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would take up so much space. Well, you know, you guys could move into your own rooms, but you guys don't want to do that either. I once went into the extra bedroom for a few months because I had to, and um, Michael would come into the room like, will you come spend time with me? And I'm like, yes, Michael, come spend time with you. Well, I didn't never see you because I would go to school, and then, you know, I'd come home and you were asleep still. Oh, I and woke up at like, 10. Emma, I'm home. <laughs> and She's so Nobody's in your bed, so go in your bed. And we didn't have that other bed in there. Best time so of my life just, in my own room. It was just in this little toddler bed you slept in. <laughs> it was. And Toby, would, our dog, would come up and sleep on it and he would take up half of it so I would have to put my legs on the ground and I'm 5'4 so it wasn't that much space you could have slept with mom I don't want to well, now we have a big bed in there and nobody goes in there <laughs> Emma just goes in there and paint sometimes or do a puzzle yeah I did a puzzle I learned not to do that anymore because that puzzle is now destroyed before I got to Mod Podge it. Oh, it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, so I'll never be able to put it back together. So you can always buy it again. I don't, I looked it up and I couldn't find it, so. Do you have the box? Nope. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed our first episode, gave you a little glimpse into our lives and showed you a little bit of our relationship with each other. We look like forward for you. <laughs> we look forward to you guys joining us again okay. next time.